Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Under the Blanket. And I am your host, Baba Love, And we have a very special guest, Ethan, who has stage four brain cancer. And, you know, uh, as you know, this show is named after the blanket guy, Neem Kurl Baba, who once said, suffering gets me closer to God and that kind of stuff. And Ram Dass worked with uh, people going through all sorts of things like that and it's a, a powerful teacher about presence and death but anyway let's hear it from someone going through this right now so ethan tell us about the work you do the spiritual work you do um, thanks for being on the show yeah thanks for having me i appreciate it um yeah so again i'll just because this is my truth when somebody says spiritual awakening or spiritual work i personally i don't think like that like I, I feel a vibration and energy inside called intuition. So I'm trying to follow that. And um, yeah, I guess the main thing happening now in my life the past year is the brain cancer. It's very similar to Ram Dass, how he had a stroke. Uh, I flew from Hawaii to New York with the expectation of working in the city for a few months, then going back to Hawaii. And then I had a stroke on the way to New York and discovered, well, the next day the left side of my body was slightly paralyzed and then I discovered I had a tumor so um yeah I feel similarities with Ram Dass's path just in my own way and so basically this every moment is the spiritual practice if you want to call it that yeah um well I know for one thing whatever you call it when I watched a video of yours and you were sending vibration and energy <laughs> Uh, I could I could see the, all that pain you were in and feel that, but regardless, there was something from my perspective beyond the body, beyond the ego, beyond the flesh prison. That, you know, we all are going to lose our flesh prison at some point, and they decay and they rot and they get diseases and they stub your toe and it hurts and all that and pleasure and good things about it and all that. But I felt beyond that, here we are. There's there's this being in Ethan where this vibration of love is coming through. And I don't feel it's a conditional love. I felt this unconditional love coming through. Now, whether you're aware of it or not, I don't know, but I felt it regardless, you know, and that it helped me with the little things I go through, you know. Thanks. Yeah, that's definitely how it feels for me. It feels like an unconditional love. Like a, I call it my unique vibration. I feel like we each have a unique vibration and that's... Uh, like that's who we are and why we're here. We're here to feel that and to share it with other people. So I'm trying to do that while experiencing um, pretty extreme pain from my skull being cut into a few times and from the tumor and all that. So yeah, it's been a really beautiful practice kind of having one foot in the door of death and then the other foot in the, the beautiful rebirth that's happening on this planet. Yeah, I feel I, I like that aspect of your work where you relate what you're going through with what the planet is going through. Because, you know, we both know it's all connected through that energy. So everything you're putting out there with the unconditional love and others that are able to tune that in, that's affecting everything on this planet. All the changes we're going through. Some people call this decade the, the sixth another 60s. That there is kind of awakening going on of spirituality and, and all levels, social, societal, economic, yeah, science, all of it, all at once. The same sort of energy. But I feel, uh, we both know, 
this is going to reach a climax, that there will be a change on this planet, and we're both a part of it. And the answer to it really is the unconditional love that comes clearly through you, at least that's what I see. And I feel it right now. I feel like I'm sitting there and, you know, I, you know, it's like, it's not like, what you don't know this about pain. Pain sucks us in to being identified with the body, especially say the pain you're going through. How it's like, well, I have a stomach ache right now and I'm able to just say, oh, look, there's the stomach ache. There's my body. There's my headache. I have a slight, and I could just see this kind of stuff, but it doesn't pull me in because it's not as extreme. But then, right, if it's that extreme, it could push you into love more. You know, I don't understand how that all works. Maybe you could help us with that. Yeah, no, you, you described that really well. Um, I don't think we should try to hurt ourselves or give ourselves pain or, like, injure ourselves. But it, healthy, a good pain can be transmuted into love. And then if we're forced to have pain and we didn't really want it, um, then we can transmute that into love also. So that, that's been one of my main practices. It's, it's often much easier said than done, but like basically everything can be transmuted into love. Yeah, see, that's what I've been finding myself when I'm having little problems with pain to just think of you. And then I just think of you and it helps me get into the present moment. You know, I don't even, it's not a thought really. It's like I see your face and I feel this energy and I feel my guru, the blanket guy, Nukro Baba, is like he manifests as all these diverse forms for me and you're one of my gurus. So I just feel very honored to be having this conversation. And I, you know, it's just, it's just, it makes it like seem like there's some sort of purpose to all this craziness on this planet, right? exactly yeah it definitely for me it feels like a death rebirth <laughs> it's not always comfortable yeah so I'm sending, sorry uh, sorry no i was just gonna say i'm sending you right now i just took a picture of my altar with neem curly baba on it <laughs> right all as you right, were saying all right neem curly yay you know is it you know i just i see that in you i see like neem curl baba had that unconditional love to come clearly and then now here you are having it and it's like it doesn't sort of it's all no even though that blanket guy died it's always within us you know and that's who we really are i think but i wanted to ask you before you had this happen to you did any of the practices you were doing before help or did you start practicing after like what's your story before this yeah well i feel lucky that i got into practices and learned with a lot of great teachers before the stroke and the brain surgery because if i started after i don't even think i would be alive so yeah for sure um i used to listen to ramdas cassettes all the time <laughs> when i was driving so he was one of my main teachers in the beginning and uh i was really suicidal when i was 18 18 years ago and my mom would always tell me that neem karoli is is gonna protect me and take care of me and i didn't understand what she meant at the time but um yeah i definitely feel a strong connection with him yeah and you know like i'll tell you something that happened to me that was strange about him just recently i had a candy bar in uh, two bags in my freezer and then i took it and i put it on the chair and then i was preparing a meal and i'm thinking about when i'm going to eat the candy bar am i going to eat it i'm going to eat it first i think before i eat my meal yada 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 
I go to the chair where I put the candy bar in the bag on the chair, and I'm getting the bag out, and the candy bar is gone from there. I was, it was there. I was in the bag. I'm like, oh no, Necro Bob has made it disappear, and <laughs> and he did. There it was, sitting obviously placed on top of a book. Be loved now by Ram Dass, and I opened up to a page about saints and sadhus. And if Miraji is capable to do that, he's also capable to take something like what you're going through and then use it to transmute unconditional love and use that pain for something good. And that will inspire other people, I'm sure, you know, going through what they're going through. Maybe I could transmute my disorder or my pain or whatever it is or something traumatic. A lot of people have gone through traumatic stuff and just transform it into that unconditional love you know and i just think that's amazing that that's able to happen you know so to me the what happening with you is much more like the candy bar thing is incredible and it makes me remember neem Kroll baba but the biggest miracle i think is the miracle of that love what do you feel about that yeah i definitely feel the same way about it yeah um I have many times where I, I have little pictures of Neem Karoli Baba and I would misplace it and then it would just reappear. Yeah, <laughs> magically. you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's like it's a common thing with people into him and other uh, mystics that would do that sort sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I feel like that's going back to what you said about us being connected. That um, I feel like so many people are going through the same process, but just in their own way. But actually, we're all supporting each other energetically. And, and when we like transmute some of those fears or old energies and bring more love in, it actually helps other people do the same thing. You know, so, I was just thinking about a lot of people, because you're doing this through social media, I am too. It's, it, for me, sometimes I, I watch my ego getting all into the numbers of views and the people responding to me and my, my clients and my patrons and, and like, or just how people are affected if they're really moved or poignant. And it just seems like this is all ego stuff. Definitely it is. But what I do is I don't, I notice myself going through that and then I pull back and get returned to the present. And what I find is like, you know, isn't it about even if you say you've made a video and one, only one person out there really got the message, everybody else just, they would see what you're going through on the outside. They see your physical appearance and the way and the music in the background or whatever and they don't really feel the vibe you know i think a lot of people they miss these vibe transmission videos that you're going through because they see the all the the outside thing rather than actually quieting the mind to really feel this vibration which transmitted through social media and then technology but it that's the appearance of it because we're right now energetically we're connected so it doesn't it goes through everything to connect with the other person. And that stuff amazes me because, you know, haven't you been there where so many people are so into this person for their transmissions and vibes? And then it turns out they weren't even a peaceful person. They were like even uh, kind of struggling with a lot of ego stuff and did bad things like this fake guru, so to speak, you know, who are like, oh, yeah, I'm transmitting love. Meanwhile, they're back doing shenanigans and they weren't feeling the love at all. So for me, it's like amazing that you, I feel it like I, it's coming through clearly, you know, so speak to that perhaps. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, well, 
I don't know. I personally, I kind of like to do my own practices and do my own thing. And if I can help people, um, I love to help people and not really even tell anyone about it. But a few months ago, a friend suggested that I create a YouTube channel. I had one many years ago, but not recently. So yeah, I just started to make daily videos kind of documenting my journey. If by chance I didn't live too much longer or if I healed and lived longer, I wanted to document um, how things went and not wait till everything is perfect to start um, documenting things. And eventually I thought of sharing the videos on social media again, which I normally, I don't even really like social media to be honest, but yeah. I started doing, doing it as a practice, not even I'm glad you having, did it. I'm glad, even though you don't like it, I'm glad you did it. Cause I never, we wouldn't have been talking right now. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to do it kind of like as a practice. I'm, you could say I'm stuck in my situation. It's uh, like a battle for my life in a sense. So that's one commitment I have every day to myself. So I figure, well, if I'm going to be on this journey, which is kind of unique, why not? Maybe it can benefit other people too. Because I'm a thousand percent committed, either if I'm going to leave my body soon or I'm going to heal and stay in the body. Like I'm committed to whatever my path is. So. Um, yeah, as far as followers and likes and all that stuff, and e even money, like, yeah, I need, well, I want money to support the healing, but I don't, I'm not sharing things to get money or likes or anything. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a painful, challenging situation. So I'm trying to make the most of every day also. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, how about let's change the subject now to the issue of leaving the body. Now, uh, -huh. uh what do you feel about that? We obviously all have to leave it at some point. And, uh, you know, we speak to that. I mean, do you, is your own personal situation or it in general? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I feel a certain level of peace inside. I guess I'll find out when that actual moment comes. But, um, yeah, I just feel like our energy continues. And if we still have the dreams in our heart and our consciousness, Maybe those dreams will manifest in a different realm. Um, but I definitely feel like we're supported. We have angel guides guiding us along the transition. Yeah, yeah that's how I feel as well. And it is just a transition. I mean, on that level, it's not anything for, for now. For now, like everybody says, well, you only live once and get it while it's hot. And yada, yada. Like that seems to be the attitude of most people. But when you awaken or whatever word you want to use, see the energy you start to un you understand it goes on and science is proving that with quantum physics and so on mm. so you know that's just you know the reality of it but you know what like I, just what you were saying maybe immediately go to neem Kuro baba's mahasamadhi where he left his body and where he would he was having self issues and it was like a heart attack well the medical reason was a heart attack but he was saying things like he knew it was coming that day and he talked mm. about like the planet being like a prison and it's like the jailhouse. He's leaving the jail and all that kind of stuff. And he was really excited. And he said, yay, Jaga Jaga Ditch, praise the Lord of the universe. And he did it with a smile and a joy. And just like, you know, there is a sense on certain levels, I feel that this is like a prison. Like we have, we're, in, we're this infinite, joyous, amazing consciousness. And we're imprisoned in these small forms when we're the whole universe. But, the, you know, 
that's one way to look at it. And we honor that way. Me and Pearl Baba saw it like that on another and another level. He saw it's all one already. It's see God in everything. So there's like all these infinite levels of consciousness. What helps me is to see it's all perfect. It's all God on one level, but also acknowledge on another level. It's like a prison. It's like a hell. There's so much suffering and it's saying it's absurd. And I think, you know, that's important. I think we have to, you know, have empathy or human heart sees your situation. And we're like, that sucks. And we want to do something. We want to say a prayer. Or we want to, like, just feel your pain a little bit with you and cry about it and stuff like that. I think that stuff's important. You can't just go back into the, oh, I'm getting beyond the melodrama. It's all one. It's all, you know, without also acknowledging the human part, right? Like, speak to empathy. And I'm sure a lot of people, like, feel, you know, that empathy towards you. And you have heard that. So, you know, what's that about? Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, compassion, empathy. Yeah. Definitely learned a lot about compassion for myself and others through my own pain and suffering this whole past year. Um, but yeah, it's like we're all in this prison, like you said. So regardless of money or status or anything like that, it's like we're all in a very similar boat having to deal with pain and these 3D limitations while we have this infinite soul and beauty inside. It's, it's like, wow. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. So, you nailed it right there. So, yeah, I mean, personally, I felt like, I don't know how to describe it, but I felt like Jesus at times, that I'm bearing my own cross. I'm not Jesus at all, but just that's the energy I felt the past 12 months since I was diagnosed and since I had brain surgery that, um, I don't know, I just, I feel like it's all part of God's plan and my soul's yeah. plan to have this experience. Like, I'm not trying to bypass the pain and how it's it's not fun, but at the same time, it feels all divinely guided, even how we're having this conversation. Like it's perfect how it happened. So I'm, I'm trying to follow that energy and trust that uh, God's highest plan will manifest, basically. And if that means I have to, it's my time to leave the body, I, I want to do it in the most like present way I can. So. Yeah. That's while while uh, sorry to interrupt, but like while every day doing all these protocols and prayers and practices, you know, like trying to stay alive and heal, create a beautiful life. But if it's my time, then uh, I want to be ready for that too. Well, how do you feel about the possibility? We must admit, I mean, being a conscious beings, we understand that there are things that happen where there's healing that are just like. Some people have been in such stage four, worse, everything, and all of it would go away. There's a lot of Neem Kroll Baba stories about that very thing. This one guy had something wrong with his stomach, and, you know, he was, like, on his way out probably. And then he was, but he was starting to get a little better, and then he was around Neem Kroll Baba. And the doctor literally said, if you eat this certain kind of food, that's it. You have to go through that to survive. And, and the food came to him, and it was the exact food that would have made him, you know, leave his body. And Mirage, he looks at Mirage, he's like, Mirage, he knows everything. Okay, well, here he got me the food. He knows my situation with the doctor. A lot, a lot, a lot. And then he was like, okay, um, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to trust Mirage, like you were talking about trust, the trusting the universe, the God's plan. And then, like, he ate the food. Next thing you know, he went to the doctor, and the doctor, because you know doctors, they're all like, it must go this way. Statistically, it says that. 
it all went away and he was able to live many more years. So I think if that's possible for those kind of people and so on and so forth, it's possible for you. I mean, maybe what do you feel about that possibility? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Good, because it's like, I think that but regardless of what happens, it's important that we develop that trust. And for like, someone that's going through some good things in its life in their lives it's kind of easy to be like well good things on the outer appearance you know like oh well i you know i'm doing pretty good and i'm happier in general and this is happening and maybe some worldly success maybe a relationship maybe this that and the other thing my kid went to college and all that kind of stuff you know and they feel like the guru's smiling on me you know and i trust the universe you know i trust you know people everything's going good for them they're just like Oh, I trust it, you know? That's easy to trust it then. We gotta admit, it's easy to trust it when good when things like what's happening to you happen, that's when you're really put to the what? You're really gonna trust it still. And that helps anyone going through these trust issues of trusting this process to slow down and to trust and to be present, you know. That that's what faith is, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to ask myself often, like, faith in what? Like, it, it, and t- like I said, I'm trying to heal, but to not be attached to it also. And then, and then to know th- there have been so many moments close to death of do I call upon all my resources, ask Maharaji for support, fight for my life, or is this my time? And am I supposed to just let go? So, for me, it always just came back to presence and then taking the next step from there. Yeah, presence. I mean, that's, it, it, you know, a lot of times I learned that from trees, you know, how important presence is. I'll go and I'll hug a tree or I'll really listen to a tree, not what they say, but just like the sense of them being present and just hold them and touch them and feel. And I find that trees are very wise, like even we struggle, people struggle, right? But the tree just seems to accept it. So if it's a stormy weather, the tree's present with that. If it's a sunny day, the tree's present with that. And it's not fighting any of it. It's surrendered. Even when the tree's getting cut down and it's terrible pain, right? The tree's not fighting it. The tree's surrendered to the plan of that, you know? I just think we should we could learn so much to approach life like that as human beings, you know? Yeah. And it seems like you're doing that in, in many ways. Yeah, I'm doing my best. I mean, the brain cancer, it's like a, all the old fears and tamasic energies and disconnection patterns, like all the childhood trauma, all manifested in the form of a tumor. So it's like I have every day I'm kind of forced to face all the old energies. Um, sorry, somebody else was calling. It's to be present with the old energies and have compassion, have empathy for those energies, but also have faith in God's highest plan for my soul. Whatever that is. This has been a very inspiring episode, but let's end the episode. How about with, can you send a vibration transmission somehow through a mantra or something that people could hear that maybe you could transmit it to a listener on on the podcast? Well, 
Ethan, are you there? Hey, oh, good, you're still here. I thought we got disconnected. Oh, that was okay. That was a good moment of silence for everybody. I hope you were all in deep samadhi. And but anyway, I was asking, uh, do you want to do uh, some sort of transmission somehow? Okay. Um, yeah, this is a, a new song I'm working on. Hey. I am embodied, I am empowered, I am grounding down in who I am each breath and every hour. We are a frequency of divine divinity in the middle of the mystery with you, my love, I want to be. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, I know the beauty and the harmony your soul brings. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I see the beauty that you move in the mystery. We are arriving in the deep, deep mystery. We are arriving in the human frequency. That was so beautiful. I feel so much love right now. And I just want to thank you, Ethan, for doing the show. This has been... And I know someone out there will feel it, too, in the supposed future, because we know in the here and now it connects all timelines and everything. So there's someone right now listening to this in the supposed future. But anyway, thank you for doing the show. Thank you so much for your time. I this has it. been Baba Here, Love, and Under the Blanket. Remember the here and now, everybody. I love you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I do this for you listeners as much as I do it for my own Satana. We're in it together. Thank you all.